Hallelujah. Come on, just continue worshiping the Lord together. Glorify the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's praise him a little bit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your kindness, your goodness, and your mercy. Oh, God, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Well, it's good to be in Hot Springs again tonight. Amen. I'm, I've been a little under the weather for the last month, and I have felt better the last couple of days, and I thank the Lord for it. Boy, you don't know. You don't know how to appreciate feeling good until you feel bad. Amen. Amen. We're just so honored to be here with your good pastor, Brother Motes, and Sister Motes. They're just some of our favorite people in the world. We love them. Amen. And love their, their sons, Brother Darren Motes. Appreciate him so much. Boy, I just felt the Holy Ghost speak to me just a minute ago. Amen. I feel like telling you God has seen every seed that you've sowed over in Amity. And he's fixing to let them come up. He hadn't forgot you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I feel the Lord here tonight. Hallelujah. I give honor to every minister that's here tonight. And I love preachers. Thank God for preachers. Amen. I, I'd like to do something else tonight, but I, the Lord woke me up in the wee hours of the morning, and I know the Lord gave me something for this service, so I want to follow him. But it'd be easy to talk about that new church. We passed by. Man, I'm telling you, I'm excited about what God's doing in Hot Springs. Hallelujah. Brother, by the, by the looks of it, y'all are in desperate need of that new building. It's full in here tonight. And we rejoice with you. Rejoice the way the Lord is moving and giving revival in Hot Springs. Let me encourage you tonight. Amen. Let God use you as a vessel. Amen. To pay for that building. I wonder would you hold your hand up like this. And say, God, use me as a funnel. Use me as a conduit, God. Run it through my hands, God. Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Woo! Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Not only is God going to help you build it, but he'll pay for it also. Amen. I believe it. I'm honored to have my good wife and my granddaughter Lily here tonight. Love them very much. This morning, early, early this morning, uh, I was awakened out of a just a dead sleep. 
I went into my living room and began to seek the Lord, and the Lord laid this message upon my heart. I have not even hardly had time to talk to Brother Moats. We hadn't hardly had conversations. I don't have a clue what's going on in this church. It feels like revival to me. But I do feel something, and I want to obey the Holy Ghost. I'm not going to hurry tonight. I'm going to move a little slower. I'm not going to preach a long time. But I do feel like just just slowly going through this tonight. And if the Holy Ghost will use us, I want the Lord to use us. I want to help somebody tonight. Amen. I want to see God minister in somebody's life. If you've got your Bibles, turn with me to the book of Esther. We'll start reading in chapter 4. And then we're going to flip over to chapter 6 and start reading from verse 11. But right now, Esther chapter 4, verse 1. When Mordecai perceived all that was done, Mordecai rent his clothes and put on sackcloth with ashes and went out into the midst of the city and cried with a loud and bitter cry and came even before the king's gate for none might enter into the king's gate clothed with sackcloth. Turning to chapter 6, reading from verse 11. Then took Haman the apparel and the horse and arrayed Mordecai and brought him on horseback through the street of the city and proclaimed before him, Thus shall it be done unto the man whom the king delighteth to honor. And notice what verse 12 says. And Mordecai came again to the king's gate. And Mordecai came again to the king's gate. And Haman hasted to his house mourning and having his head covered. I, I want to talk to you tonight from this, this thought. And that is descending from the honor of the king's white horse to the ashes at his gate. Descending from the honor of the king's white horse to the ashes at his gate. Would you lift up your hands and let's ask the Holy Ghost to minister to us in the name of Jesus. Speak to this congregation tonight. Touch this church, God. Touch this church, God. Jesus' name. 
In Jesus' name, God bless you. You can be seated. In the second Chronicles, chapter 26, the Bible said that Amaziah had died and his 16-year-old son, Uzziah, had preceded him as king of Judah. The Bible teaches us that he reigned over Judah for 52 years and had a very successful reign starting out. In the fourth verse, the Bible tells us that, that he did that that was right in the sight of the Lord. And then verse 5 tells us that he sought the Lord in the days of Zechariah. And the scripture says that, that God made Uzziah to prosper. Oh, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm so thankful that when the Lord picks us up out of this world of sin and brings us into the church, not only does he clean us up on the inside, but he begins to prosper us. And he begins to bless us. The Bible tells us as you read on down that God helped Uzziah to fight his enemies. He went to the battlefield with Uzziah. Uzziah became so forceful and so victorious that the scripture says that his enemies would bring him gifts. His name become great among the Egyptians. The Bible says that he became stronger and stronger. Why? Because God's hand was upon him. Oh, it's a wonderful thing after you've lived for God for a while and you come into the church and you learn how to maintain a walk with God and, and you get some spiritual structure in your life and, and, and you obtain a prayer life and you learn to push your plate back and you get that, that favor of God on your life, amen, and you become stronger and stronger living for God. Oh, I'm glad that we can become strong living for God. But, but we do need to understand, we do need to understand that, that we are not perfect yet. Amen. And we have not obtained perfection. And the Bible said, when you think you stand, beware lest you fall. Be careful lest you fall. But the hand of God was upon Uzziah. This man, he built watchtowers and fortified them. He dug a lot of wells because he had so much cattle. God had blessed him with so much cattle. He blessed him with vineyards. He, he blessed him with vine dressers. Uh, you, you, Uzziah had a host of fighting men. He had a large army. The scripture tells us that he had 2,600 captains alone. Now, brother, that's a big army when you can have 2,600 captains. Amen. He had 307,500 men in his, in his army. 
And the Bible goes into great detail describing how Uzziah equipped his armies with the, the finest uh, battle garments, the finest weaponry. He, he, um, uh, he had cunning men, the scripture said, that, that had, they invented engines that would throw rocks and throw arrows. And so Uzziah on the battlefield, he was, he, he was pretty victorious. Amen. The Bible said his name spread because people recognized that the hand of God had marvelously helped him. Amen. A man that seemingly had it all. A man that had the favor of God. He had the, the blessing of God. He had the approval of God. You know, uh, the church, I was telling somebody the other day, I said, you know, this thing that we call the church, I love it. I love it with everything within me. It was the greatest thing that ever happened to me. But on this side of the rapture, the church is filled with imperfect people. It's filled with people that are trying their best to obtain perfection. Amen. And though we may not ever reach full perfection until we cross over on the other side, amen, thank God there is a place of acceptance and a place of favor that we can dwell. Amen. That when we do make a mistake, we have an advocate with the Father that we can get on our face and repent before God. And we can live and dwell in that place of acceptance. In that place where the favor of God and the approval of God is upon our life. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. But as you read the story about Uzziah, it seems like when he got, when he reached the height of his success, Something changed in him, Brother Motes. Something happened in the heart of Uzziah. In Second Chronicles, the 26th chapter, the 16th through the 21st verses, the Bible says, but when he was strong, his heart was lifted up to his destruction. Well, you're talking about a sad story. When a man has obtained everything financially that he's reached for and a man has obtained everything spiritually that he's reached for and he's, he's obtained the favor of God and the approval of God and then at his strongest point, he forgets who God is. And he gets lifted up to his own destruction. The Bible said, for he transgressed against the Lord his God and went into the temple of the Lord to burn incense upon the altar of incense. He'd already got to that place where he felt like he was, he was, he could do anything he wanted to do in life. And he decided that, hey, I'll just go in in place of the, the priest and I'll burn a little incense myself. By the way, I am the king. Amen. He thought a whole lot of himself to go into that temple and to light that incense and, and burn it at the altar. And verse 17, the Bible says, and, 
Azariah the priest went in after him and, and with, with him four score priests of the Lord, 80 priests went in to the temple with him and the Bible said they were valiant men. Uzziah felt that, that he had no restrictions and no limitations in life. Amen. He didn't have to answer to anyone or, or, or any, anybody. Amen. He was the king. He was at the top of success, so to speak. Well, you know, it's, it's a sad thing when, when people come into the church and God cleans up their lives and God fills them with the miraculous Holy Ghost and, and he picks them up out of the hog pen and, and he cleans them up. He, he picks them up out of the miry clay. Amen. And he scrubs their lives and, and, and he cleans us up and we come into the church and we learn how to make a few dollars and we learn how to, how to, to go to the top in success. And then after all of that, isn't it a shame when we forget God and where God has brought us from? Oh, please let me preach to Calvary Apostolic Church tonight. Don't ever forget where God brought you from. Don't ever forget that place that God dug you out of. Don't ever get to that place where you feel like, oh, I'll never fall. Brother, I'm going to tell you when it comes down to it, we're just all a bunch of weak, frail, sinful, hallelujah, weak, troubled flesh. We can't even stand up unless God gives us strength. You couldn't have even drove to church tonight if God wouldn't have helped you. Woo, I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Verse 18 says, and these 80 priests, and they withstood Uzziah the king. Brother, I'm gonna tell you something. Listen to me, church. You better thank God for a man that'll look you eyeball to eyeball when you're wrong. You better thank God for a preacher, a man that is not afraid to confront you when you've gotten off track, when you've got out of your place. You better thank God for Brother Joel Boats. When you start getting a little cold in your spirit, and he comes up in you in service and says, hey, come on, brother. You need a touch from God. You need a renewing in the Holy Ghost. Man, don't ever get, don't ever let your pride get in the way when, man, you back there and all of a sudden, Brother Motes is walking around. I, I don't know what's going on there. I'm just obeying the Holy Ghost. But he's walking around and walking up and down the aisles. And all of a sudden, he pops his hand on your head. Boy, there's one or two things that's going to happen. Your pride's either going to kick in and it's going to say, everybody's going to think I'm backslid. Him pre praying for me in front of everybody like this. That's the flesh side talking. 
then that, that man that's right with God will say, come on, preacher, pray for me. If you see something in me that ain't right, cast it out. Pray it off of me. I want to be saved. says, and they withstood Uzziah the king and said unto him, it appertaineth not unto thee, Uzziah, to burn incense unto the Lord, but the priests, the sons of Aaron that, consec- that were consecrated to burn incense, go out of the sanctuary, for thou hast trespassed. They told him, they said, hey, you got to leave this sanctuary. You're, you're, you're treading on ground that don't belong to you. You're, you're intruding in some authority places that don't belong to you. And they asked the king, I'm talking about the king of Judah. They said, get out of this temple. You're out of your place. God hadn't put you here. Neither shall it be for thine honor from the Lord God. God hadn't honored you. I know you've received a lot of honor Uzziah, but this is not a place of honor for you. You're sinning when you come in and light that incense and God hadn't called you to light it. He told him, he said, go out of this sanctuary for thou hast trespassed. Neither shall it be thine honor from the Lord. And notice what verse 19 says. The Bible says, then... Uzziah was wroth and had a censer in his hand to burn incense. And while he was wroth, while he was mad at the preacher, hallelujah, while he was wroth with the priest, the leprosy even rose up in his forehead. You know what happened? Instead of saying, okay, hey, man, I realize, man of God, I've intruded into an area and I'm wrong. Forgive me. Pray that God will have mercy on me. I know I'm a king, but I'm out of my place. Let me tell you something. There's going to be times when this man of God is in this pulpit and he may not even realize what he's doing and he begins to preach under the anointing of the Holy Ghost and it gets down right to where you're living. And the word of God begins to rebuke and reprove. Oh, let me tell you something. You're being a foolish man or a foolish woman to get upset at the preacher. You ought to get on your feet and say, thank God for somebody that'll preach. Thank God for somebody that'll hold the mirror of the word of God up. Hallelujah. I'm talking about why he got mad, while he was bawling, while he was steaming. Leprosy come on him. The Bible says that he was a leper until he died. But I want to tell you something. I like these blessings. I, I, I like God having favor with me. But I don't want it to ever get to the place that if my pastor was to call me, Brother Moats, 
and said, hey, you need to do thus and thus. Amen, that I would not listen to it. Hey, we're all human. We're all human. Amen, let me just tell you, he's gonna preach things that you don't agree with from time to time. And you know what? You just need to catch it and process it right there and say, hey, God's laid this on his heart. I accept it. I receive it. I'm not going to get angry. If I'm going to get angry at anybody, it's going to be myself. Brother, I've seen people that they had great walk with God, great walk with God and great anointing on their life. I've seen preachers that had great anointing in their lives. I've seen saints that lived so close to God. Amen, that the favor and blessing of God was on them. But you know what? There's something about these blessings. If we're not careful, it can take away our humility. Amen. And these blessings have got away. We move into nicer houses. We we drive nicer cars. Amen. And, and, And we kind of forget the way it used to be when God found us. We forget how bound we was. We forget how we were, we were chain smokers and God delivered us. We forget how we were bound by drugs and God delivered us. We forget about how we were bound by alcohol and God delivered us. It's a shame when a good man or a good woman falls. Hallelujah. I, 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 boy, I tell you, I feel a burden. I don't, know, I don't know anything going on here, but I'm telling you, I, I come tonight to warn somebody in the Holy Ghost, don't you let that flesh trip you up. Don't, don't you let a little attitude get a hold of you over some kind of change that's been made in the church. Can I just preach to you a little bit? This church is growing. This church is growing. Every time I come, there's more people. And I rejoice, but let me tell you what'll happen. There's some dangers in a growing church. You know what happens? New people come. Brother so-and-so and sister so-and-so. Man, when we was little, they done everything. And, and Brother Motes had to count on you for everything. But as new people come, he's still counting on you. But he's got to develop new people. And he's got to use new people. And if you're not careful in the process of growing, an old spirit of jealousy will get on you. And it'll cause your spirit to become the whole son. It'll cause you to become contaminated. And it'll put a wedge between you and your preacher. And you know what's sad? He loves you as much as he loved you the first day you walked in this building. You just let the devil lie to you. Brother, I've got faith. This iPad is full of faith messages. But I don't feel like preaching faith tonight. I feel like exposing the devil that's trying to trip somebody up. 
Hey, let me tell you, when you see this good man working with somebody else, you get in there behind and you encourage them. Come on, brother, you're doing a good job leading. Come on, sister, you're doing a good job singing. Hey, Brother Mouse, you used me for a long time. I'll be in the background pushing. First Samuel, hallelujah. Samuel gave Saul a word of God, word from God. He said, I want you to go and I want you to utterly destroy all of those Amalekites. I want you to kill every one of them. Don't you, leave, don't you let a man or a woman or a child or anything stand. When you leave there, I, I want it to be, I want the Amalekites to be wiped out. First Samuel 14 through 20, the Bible said, and Samuel said, he comes up after Saul is supposed to have went in and wiped out the Amalekites. And Samuel said, what meaneth then this bleeding of the sheep in mine ears and the lowing of the oxen which I hear? And Saul said, they have brought them from the Amalekites for the people, the people spared the best of the sheep and the oxen to sacrifice unto the Lord thy God. The people just thought it'd be a good idea to take them big fat sheep that belonged to them Amalekites and we'll just bring them into the church and sacrifice them. But what about what God said? God said kill everything. Don't let nothing live. God didn't want their big fat sheep. Hallelujah. God didn't want their cattle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said in verse 17, and Samuel said, When thou wast in thine own, when thou was little in thine own sight, back saw when you was hiding among the stuff. Back before you got too big before your, for your britches, he said, I could use you. I could do something with you. Man, back when you were flexible, back when it didn't make no difference to you who was used and who wasn't used, I could, I could, have, I could do whatever I needed to do with you. But now you're not so little in your own eyes and you drive a nicer car and you live in a nicer house. And now you're not so flexible anymore. Oh, I'm gonna tell you, I'm sorry, but I feel the Holy Ghost here tonight. God wants to help somebody up tonight. God wants to let somebody leave with complete victory tonight. Notice, notice what, what Samuel did. Amen. In verse 20, Saul said, what is this bleeding of these sheep? You hadn't done what I said. You hadn't done what I said when you was little in your own sight and he kind of reproved Saul. And then Saul turns around and begins to argue with the man of God. And he said, yay, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. 
and I've gone the way which the Lord sent me, and I have brought Agag, the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. You utterly destroyed them and you brought back their king? What are you thinking, Saul? Oh, Samuel grabs that sword. He says, I'm going to show you what you do with Amalekites. And he takes that old Amalekite king and he cuts him into ribbons. He said, hey, Saul. He said, the kingdom has been rent out of your hands. It's been given to your neighbor, which is a better man than you are. Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost. Let me tell you something. Like I said, our old flesh, they, they ain't none of us. They ain't none of us perfect. You say, well, I, I feel like I'm perfect. Well, you're deceived. You hadn't been raptured, and you're not perfect. You're in the process, just like the rest of us. We're seeking for it. We're reaching for it. We're believing for it. But we are not Perfect. Boy, I'm fixing to blow y'all's mind. You know what the church is made up of? Dope addicts, liars, cheaters, adulterers, fornicators, homosexuals, lesbians, robbers, murderers, thieves. And what the scripture said, and such were some of you. But ye are washed and ye are cleansed. Thank God we've had a born again experience. He My Lord, my Lord, my Lord. I'm fixing to close. What'd you come to say tonight? I come to tell you, keep your spirit right. The Lord's fixing to come soon. You may not get as many days in that new church as you think. Keep your spirit right. Keep your attitude right. Keep your relationship with your man of God. Don't let nothing get in your spirit. Brother, I'm telling you, hey, listen, I'm human just like you're human. You be seated. I ain't through yet. I ain't ain't closing yet. Y'all relax. I know what it's like to wrestle with things. I know what it's like to wrestle with feelings. Brother, I know what it's like to wrestle. But you know what? When it comes down to it, we just can't get anything lodged in our spirit. We got to get this flesh and say, you know what? You got to get off your big white horse and get back to that gate. Can't you just see Mordecai? Man, he's up there. He's, they've honored him because he has, he has snitched on two guys that was going to kill the king. And man, he's on the king. He's got the king's apparel on. He's setting up in the saddle of the king and they're, they're taking him down and in the middle of the street and all the people are saying, hey, 
There's, this is what happens to a man when the king decides to honor him. He's got the honor of the king. He's on the king's personal horse. He's wearing the king's personal robes. And brother, oh my, Mordecai, he says, oh, this feels good to the flesh, but I can't get sidetracked with this because Haman's still gonna try to kill those Jews and they're my people and I love them and I've gotta be an interceder for them. And so old, old Haman, I mean, Mordecai, he gets off of that horse and he goes back to that wall. Amen, to that gate. And he reaches down and he begins to get those ashes. Amen. And he begins to put those ashes back on his face in mourning and repentance for the Jews. What are you saying, Brother Blakely? You know what? God wants you to enjoy your new house. God wants you to enjoy your new car. God wants you to enjoy money in your bank account. None of those things are wrong. God wants to bless you with them. But you know what? God wants you, you know what he wants you to have? He wants you to have the spirit of going back to the wall, to the sackcloth, to the ashes, and afflicting the flesh. But you know what he wants to do? He wants to bless you as you're sitting in the ashes. Stand together. Stand together. And I feel this tonight. I'd have preached something else. But if I've ever had the Lord to wake me up and burden me, you may not even know it, but somebody's mad at you. The Holy Ghost showed me this morning. I don't know who you are. And I'm not trying to embarrass you. And I'm not trying to expose you. But you know what? I'm going to encourage you tonight. If, you'd allow, if you've allowed some little something to get in your spirit and upset you as you're at your pastor, you know what you'd be wise to do? Right now, put on the brakes and say, thank you, Jesus, for sending Brother Blakely by here to help me. I'm going to get this fixed before I leave this building. I'm not going to be a fool. I love these blessings. I love these miracles. I love this revival in my family. Come on, could you lift up your hands? Let's believe God together right now. Come on, let's have a prayer meeting right now. Hallelujah, let's have a soul searching right now. Hallelujah. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 